Welcome to Drink the Coffee, Do the Work, the weekly podcast that highlights focus-driven creatives and entrepreneurs in your community. Liz Foley joins us for part two of her episode. There were just too many gems to roll into one episode. We decided to make it two. She takes us through her behavior-based approach to training good habits into your dog and how it all starts with understanding your own calm, assertive energy. Enjoy. Get into it. Your, your approach is very holistic in that you, you center yourself around being a better person first to translate to be a better dog mm-hmm. owner, right? And th- what, can you talk about that? Because sure. that was new to me when I discovered how you actually train dogs to be great dogs yes i feel like you. i feel like taylor and i it was like marriage counseling for us yeah like we like it really was and that's crazy to think but like the way that we act in our home and the energy that we bring to our home when we walk in the door and when we go on walks together is entirely different it's mm-hmm. so strange but it's like the energy we were looking for ourselves right we didn't know why there was all this stress and panic and like anxiety over an, a friend coming over because you knew the knock on the door was going to set everything off and we were going to argue over who's going to hold Richard back when somebody comes in the house to make sure that he doesn't jump on them and like can we have our friends with babies come over like all this stress 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 mm-hmm. but you're like no why don't we just like bring some training to you two yeah. and then it will kind of just come to your dog so a lot of anxiety starts from not knowing right? Not knowing how an outcome is going to happen and what you should be doing about it. So if you can learn to center yourself and make sure that you feel good and you feel in control of the situation, then your dog can relax. So it all comes down to when working with dogs and really in any relationship, there's three pillars. You have to have trust, you have to have respect, and you have to have loyalty. A lot of people are missing trust they don't trust their dogs right their dogs don't necessarily trust them and so in order to achieve that our dogs are really a reflection of who we are right and so sometimes that's hard to think about and Mm. well I was kind of offended I was like Richard (laughs) (laughs) we both know your dad's not the anxious stressy one so where is this coming from (laughs) so (laughs) they're like a mirror of you (laughs) it's true And so it takes, first and foremost, self-awareness, right? Because if you think about it, if you get your dog as a puppy from their mother, from their litter, from the breeder, they're born in perfect balance. Right. So their mom represents calm, assertive energy. And then they come home into our lives and they're thrown into a whirlwind. We are so excited about this cute, adorable puppy. Granted, I understand that. But we represent excitement, first and foremost. Yes. And high-pitched voices and play and running around. And it is it is cute when it's a puppy. And right? constant affection, even constant though they're doing and holding bad them things. And, and we're like, oh, furniture. that's a good job. Yeah. <laughs> and so the dog becomes unstable because mm-hmm. the energy around them is never calm. It's not, They don't know equilibrium. They don't know how to settle themselves because they're constantly being rewarded for high-level of excitement and mm-hmm. or anxiety mm-hmm. and, and so then we want to tell them to stop doing it when we don't want them to do it right when we're encouraging <laughs> in this specific it, moment though please just don't do that right yeah. so if your dog jumps up on you and you're petting them then what why wouldn't they jump up on a All someone coming over everyone. to your house yeah. of course they're going and to and then they're they become these that's where trust gets broken is because 
sometimes you like it, but then sometimes you get mad. Yeah. And now and, I don't know what to believe yeah, from you. And so now they're living at home with someone who has violent mood swings because <laughs> they're unpredictable. It is actually tragic. When I realized, like once you had explained things to me, it made me very sad to think that we'd been basically giving him all of the mixed signals of a bad teenage relationship. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I'll give you affection, affection, affection. And then it's like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't I don't do like that. that. And then I'm going to be <laughs> mad at you and I'm going to be disappointed <laughs> in you. And I'm not going to talk to you for a couple of hours. And he was probably like, oh, what the damn are yeah. you two on? <laughs> so, so energy is dogs <laughs> only like language. They don't speak English. Right. We condition them to learn commands. Yes. But their first language is energy. Mm. And so it's the same with babies, too. Yeah. Um, so all they're ever picking up on is how do you feel? How do you feel and how does that relate to me? And so it is a lot of people go through a bit of a guilt trip, right, after they learn this way of training. But all it is is awareness. You don't need to place judgment. When you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. Yep. And everybody treats dogs the same way. We're, we're, we grow up and you... You talk to dogs, you make mm -hmm. direct eye contact, and you pet them. Yeah. But there are a lot of dogs out there who, who don't want that. And we try <laughs> to speak to them like we know kids are spoken to usually. Like there's some sort of like coddling involved. Yeah. Like t mm. Taylor and I have been very bad for that with Rich when he's anxious. We're like, oh, it's okay, buddy. But now you're literally telling him it's that okay be, energy is yeah. okay, right? Yeah. Like rather than being like, just go to your bed. Everything will be fine. Just go. Don't keep crying for no reason whatsoever but we treat them like we would treat a child you want to hold on to them when they're stressed you want to pet the back of their head and tell them everything's going to be fine and we're just literally saying this is good what you're doing because mm. <laughs> that's human psychology yeah right and that makes sense to us where if Tim was crying of course I'd be like Tim are you okay bud it's going to be all right I'll okay. give but him a pat know? on the back yeah. you know yeah but with dogs and I've seen it working with dogs and having a pack of dogs if, and this has happened before at the daycare, there's a thunderstorm and a dog mm. will be uncomfortable with that mm -hmm. and exhibit anxiety, pacing, whining, very, very stressed. No other dogs in the pack go over to that dog, give him a lick. They don't coddle. Or like yeah. put a paw on him and be like, they're there, you'll be fine. What do they do? They ignore. Yeah. They move away from that unstable energy, right? And because they do have trust with our staff they choose they choose it so like you deal with avoid. that lady yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. in in nature in nature anxiety doesn't really exist um and if because if it were to exist it would mean the detriment and and risk the safety of the pack right so i'm moving to nature then <laughs> so so it sounds harsh but a lot of the time unbalanced energy would be addressed with a correction right so because the dog like mama will, would give him a pat on the head like with a paw like yeah. a stop doing well that. if Cut you ever out. watch a video of a mom with her pups she is firm yeah like mm -hmm. she is fair and she definitely she definitely draws a line in the sand of that's not okay yeah right so there are clear boundaries and yeah. then the dog can relax it understands what's to be expected of yeah. them it's that structure and when we bring our dogs home into our lives we don't give them any structure no. So because we don't have eight puppies running around. Right. So we don't have to give them structure. We don't have eight puppies that are feeding off of us and pulling literally all of our physical attention like a mom 
dog would have to do to them and, and then they come home and we're like everything's comfortable for you yeah what do you want do you want a few more squishy toys to what explode? color of toys do you want yeah do you yeah. want to sleep in bed with me yeah. what what's best for you dog that has no clue what's going right? on in the world yeah <laughs> yeah they can't make those decisions they do better when we make those decisions for them and if you think about it too like really popular breeds um german shepherds portuguese water dogs even golden retrievers, they're working breed dogs. Right. And so we bring them home and we're like, early retirement, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Like you, it's a buffet. You can eat yeah. when you want, what you want. And we're like, why aren't you just relaxed and kicking it? It's because they want to be doing stuff. They yeah. want to go on a walk. They want to be worked, things like that. And we're, we just don't think of that first we we are bleeding hearts for dogs which is we've ignored their nature entirely right, but yeah. we need to still fulfill them so taking care of yourself back to, way back to your earlier point tim <laughs> taking care of yourself so that you can be a good strong leader for them and not dump your emotional needs onto them yeah if you think about it um and i've dealt with clients where they've gotten a dog because they've had a hard breakup yeah they can't have a child and there are things that happen before the dog comes into their life that they don't know or understand but they can feel that pressure yeah mm. they can feel those emotions and they don't understand it and the beautiful thing about dogs is they want to see us happy right they want to love us they are loyal to us um so they'll try to fill that void yeah. but it's not possible we can't make a dog into a human we can't make a dog into a boyfriend or a child so we do have to honor them first and foremost as an animal yeah. tyler just looked at me and was like i could be your boyfriend just <laughs> <laughs> to see a girl <laughs> <laughs> he literally was fully asleep and then looked up at me like boyfriend he's a player. that's me he's a player he knows he knows he's a bad boy he is i do love that down. his name started out as ty and now has moved into tyler because yes. he's the most og boyfriend tyler. <laughs> Yeah, he's a bit of a fuck boy. That's what we do. <laughs> that I don't know if I can say that on here. You're allowed to say whatever, whatever you want, you my want. friend. Yeah. It is truly the greatest community that you've created Aww, because, thank like, you, you do um, meditation walks I do, and yeah. pack walks, right? That are unique and special, but the energy in those walks is like nothing I've ever really experienced because it's. 20 30 people their dogs their kids their partners whatever it is there's usually like one person that's handling the dog throughout the walk it seems but it's like their their own little family and community that's come out to then be a part of your bigger mm -hmm. community and the energy um at those walks if you're feeling like crap you're feeling like you're not doing your dog a great service and you're like you know what this sunday i'm gonna go and i'm gonna meet up with these people like Everybody is so supportive and they're like, oh, Richard, I've seen how great he's doing. Like, I've, I've been seeing what you guys are doing with him. It's so supportive that you feel like, yeah, I can't put in this extra hour every day or this extra time and the extra effort. And if you go into it feeling anxious, it's like it's removed from you yeah. throughout mm -hmm. that walk. It's like, well, I can't bring this energy here. And I'm it's, so, it's so grateful for that community uh, because I, I see it like I I applaud people who come for their first time not knowing what we do and show up to a meditation walk with their dog and are open to the idea. But then I'm also so, so grateful that other people in our community can 
be people that they lean on. Yeah. Because anytime you show up there and, and maybe your dog is excited or anxious, it doesn't matter because majority of the people who, who are there, they've been in your shoes. It's like and so, so judgment-free. They, they're like, oh, we they, get it, girl. Yeah. They look at you and they're just like, don't worry. If you come to more of these, it'll improve. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're just glad you're here type yeah. of thing. And... Or they'll share their story. And of, like my maybe dog I've been was, five years here and my dog just is having a weird day. And yeah. that's fine too. So we really, really try to make it a safe space, not just for the dogs, but also for the people. Because nobody wants to feel as an outcast, yeah. right? Or everybody's looking at me or everybody's judging me it's with not my dog. or anything no. like that. It's like the least clicky. When I went to the first walk, it was like, oh, we saw that you trained with Liz. Like, how did it go? And... It's just an immediate, oh, you're in. I was just like, is this the greatest community or what? Like, I know. It's like the opposite of like those like mean mom groups I hear about. It's like, we're like the opposite of that. It's like the dog, nice mom, dad groups. (laughs) If anybody hasn't been on the Doghouse Instagram, you have to go look at it. Doghouse Waterloo. um, And watch every single day on their Insta stories. All of their dogs have a nap together. Yeah. On their beds. <laughs> they nap. It's yeah. nap chat. Yeah. You have to go look at it. It's my favorite. But I have to tell a funny story about yes, that. Yes, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> um, so nap, nap chat is what we call it. It's nap time. And we do that um, every day with the dogs. Twice a day, they all get a, a downtime. Um, it helps to prevent them from being a little Cuckoo bit. Banuku. Yeah, a little <laughs> crazy, a little grumpy on each other. Um, and again, it reinforces calmness, right? And that socialization just isn't about playtime together. It's also sharing space and being right. calm. Of course. Um, but anyways, I was contacted by an elementary school um, kid I went to school with. And he was getting together, trying to get organize a reunion. And um, reached out to me. And at the very bottom, he kind of was like, oh, yeah, and P.S., huge fan of Snapchat. And I was just like, <laughs> What? <laughs> That, wait, what? You know about that? You know what Napchat is? I know. And I was just like... I also... The name is iconic. Yeah, right? That, of course. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, it's cool because... The people are fans. People people love it. And yeah. it just kind of... It dawned on us so late in the game to share that. Um, because we've been doing nap time for a long time now. You didn't realize how unique it was. And I was just... We all were kind of just... Oh, we've always said nap time's our favorite. Like, it's such a peaceful time at the doghouse. Yeah. Um, you guys nobody... can eat your lunch while these dogs yep. nap. And my <laughs> mind is blown. I'm like, you don't have any bulldogs, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just like, I'm going to post this and, and share it. And just so people can see, like, this is actually part of our day and what we do. Because if I tell people 40 dogs go down for a nap and it's chill, they're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, like in crates or yeah. like how? <laughs> and and so we shared the video and it got like such a response. We're like, should we keep doing this? And then everyone was like, yes. Always. And so, so it's become such a thing. Like clients will screenshot the video yeah. just to see their dog yeah. grab yeah. it and oh, show yeah. their friends. And <laughs> oh, it's just literally yeah. once a week because <laughs> Jose and Richie we try to get them to go on the same day and 
I it's snap, so funny. I will take screenshots of Richard every yeah. time I see him and send, send it to... Yeah. Look, Richard, look at your dog. Look at your good boy. <laughs> well, oh, people send them to me. I get sent every Tuesday oh, and no all the time from yeah. just my clients, from friends, from people just saying like, uh, your dog is napping and there's another dog cuddling on top of him right now. Oh, yeah. Are you seeing this? And I'm like, my heart It's is so, so happy. It's so cute. It's like dogs just being dogs and being happy and like we'll leave the sound on and it's absolutely silent except for like a bulldog snoring like crazy (laughs) and it's just i can't imagine how so loud that is (laughs) it's loud (laughs) when you get a few frenchies in there it's like a chorus Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a peaceful little chorus of happy sleep sometimes they're like dreaming and they'll twitch and they'll wake themselves up like it's just the cutest thing in the world it's a good job not gonna lie yeah Um, Are there any tips you have for human beings who have dogs right now? A big game changer for clients to learn is you get what you pet. And that's become kind of a doghouse tagline when it comes to dog training is starting to just be aware of how does your dog feel before and after you give affection. So if your dog is feeling anxious or unsure, is that a good time to be nurturing the behavior? No, that's not ideal. Um, if your dog is jumping up or excite, there's a lot of excitement, also not a good time. So we're really rewarding your dog when they are calm, when they are relaxed, is a way that you can condition more calmness. Another really great tip for um, dog owners is practicing no touch, no talk, no eye contact when you're meeting a new dog for the first time. A lot of dogs can be sensitive and feel overwhelmed when someone goes into initially talk to them, make eye contact and touch them right away. It's kind of moving too fast on a first date. Yeah, You wanna slow things down. So actually allowing the dog to um, choose to interact with you while you practice a little bit of ignore is really helpful for them to gain trust. They learn that Um, you understand them. So dogs that come into the daycare on their first day, they can be a lot of the time unsure. So all of my staff talk to the client and we completely ignore the dog. And then the dog kind of goes, hey, you know what? They're cool. They speak dog. And I can trust this person and learn from this person. Um, So it's just such an easy thing that we can be doing because a lot of the time we're doing it wrong. We're touching the dogs because they're cute, they're fluffy and we're rushing that relationship. Yep. And so we're forcing an intimate relationship with a dog who's a complete stranger to us. So that's how people get bit. So a quick way to quick, easy, painless way to avoid it is just give dogs more space. So we get contacted a lot for rehabilitation of dogs. So older dogs that um, have behaviors that need to be worked on, but giving puppies the proper training to avoid problem behaviors later on. So we've been really, really um, pushing. Clara is our puppy expert at the dog house and Mm -hmm. she's fantastic. And she's been running our puppy classes. It's an eight week course um, just because problem behaviors don't have to happen and prevention is the best way and just starting your dog off on the right foot. And again, doghouse training is behavior-based. So we teach everything from not just obedience and proper commands. It's also potty training and creating your dog and loose leash walking, as well as socialization and basic grooming. Mm. So I don't think that there's anyone else doing puppy training quite like that. No, that's incredible. Um, so if anyone is interested at all, they can find more information on our website 
And that's starting January 23rd, the next puppy class. So, so anyone who's getting, getting a puppy, a Christmas puppy for yeah. Christmas, <laughs> this is where you should be, where okay. we should Absolutely. be going. Especially like Christmas puppies. I know it's a very contentious it is. issue, mm. but I don't think there's anything wrong with it if you go into it knowing that you are putting everything you've got into this dog the second that you get them, right? right? Yeah. And go to puppy training. Like, don't start, just think the holidays are going to be madness, right? So, like, start out knowing. Start do from the cuddle day puddle one. And then bring on into training in January. Another trainer, and I'll never forget this, um, told me, don't fuck up day one. So, with your dog, like, start off on the right foot. Yeah. And so, actually, too, for anyone who's getting a puppy over Christmas, we have a whole section on our blog of all the things to be doing with your puppy from the day from day one. So that's all free. That's all free information online. So go check that out and then sign up for the group class. Okay. Thank you so much, Liz. It's been so wonderful having you here in the studio with your doggos. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us in your ears. We release a new episode every Tuesday on Spotify and Apple podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram for episode updates at drink the coffee, do the work. 